What is up? Good morning. Cody Jansen with you on 12 Ounce Sports World Hockey Report Live. Coming to you on this great Monday morning. Had to check the date real quickly. February 3rd on 12 Ounce Sports. No better place to be. Hey, we got a great show coming up. Tons to talk about. Battle of Alberta 4.0 over the weekend was electric. Everyone, everyone loved it. You can't find me one person who didn't like it. Even Flames fans liked it a little bit, and their team was getting the absolute piss beaten out of them. That's just how it was. I mean, I don't think anyone's ever complained about line brawls, goalie fights, 11 goals in a hockey game. Yeah, you want it all, and that is exactly what the Battle of Alberta has been this year, and I love it. Everyone loved it. So yeah, we are going to talk about that. I would be hard-pressed if I didn't mention the Chiefs. And not the Fort Saskatchewan ones. Just swept a series, not a big deal. How are you? Off to the second round. But the Kansas City Chiefs. Super Bowl champs. I guess that's good in football. They did it. Patrick Mahomes. Kid's a stud. Kid's an absolute stud. We are watching it yesterday. And hey. Never out of it. Never out of it. Down 10 points, fourth quarter. How are you? Comes back. Takes that. MVP. Easy as that. Andy Reid's got his Super Bowl. The Beanpot starts tonight. Anyone who follows college hockey, or just hockey in general, knows that the Beanpot is one of the most exciting times, I would say. Some of the best college hockey memories I have, especially especially from the past 10 years, come in the bean pot. I mean, there, there's just been some insane plays that happen. You see stars really take over games. And you get to see a ton of future NHLers. A lot of talent at the bean pot. Obviously, it's the Northeast. Yes, there's going to be some great hockey players, no doubt. But the bean pot just feels like it's got that extra little bit of oomph. I don't know, keep with oomph. Whatever. It's got just an extra little bit to it. Makes it that much better. Really looking forward to it. So we're going to break down both the matchups from tonight. Semi-final start next week is obviously the final. And the Champions Hockey League. That uh, final goes tomorrow. Mountfield versus Verlunda. Should be interesting. I'm not exactly sold on either of these teams, but just the fact that Mountfield, I guess maybe formerly known, or at Kralov to some people, uh, they're at home. They're getting home ice advantage, which is absolutely massive when you think about it because four of the last five winners have been Swedish teams, including Ferlanda three times. JYP from Finland went in a couple of years ago. But, I mean, the, the, the Czech hockey resurgence is really taking over here. They got a chance to do something that's never been done before. So it will be pretty interesting. Hope to see a strong crowd out there. All of that because the Champions Hockey League, from a North American perspective, it's really cool. It, it's awesome to see... Just how Europe has so many different leagues and all these teams now going to play against each other. So you get to see a little bit of the, the parity in the leagues. I think it's awesome. 
for someone who's always said that, I mean, there should be a European Super League, this is pretty much what it is. So, yeah. Give you a little update, some maybe some players to watch in that one. But first, I got to tell you about SeatGiant.ca. You already know if you're a World Hockey Report follower, you know where we're getting our tickets at. SeatGiant.ca, it is the place to buy them. Use the promo code 12OZSPORTS when you're buying your next tickets. It doesn't matter, concert, sporting event, whatever you're going to, use the promo code 12OZSPORTS and you're going to save money on your next ticket buying purchase through SeatGiant.ca. SeatGiant.ca, promo code 12OZSPORTS. So the Battle of Alberta 4.0 happened over the weekend. If you watched it, you loved it. I'm already guaranteeing that. And I'm, I'm just really not surprised it boiled over. It seemed like something that was just a matter of time. Really. Getting a comment there. How can I get a whiteboard like that? Hey, Coach Boom Brandt would love to get you on. Maybe you gotta. Maybe we'll do some trade-offs for some gel sticks. Hit us up on the DM. It is. It's. I mean, it's an unreal whiteboard. Come on, coaches love that stuff. Battle of Alberta, though. Back to it. I, I said it's. It's unreal. It's exactly what every hockey fan wants to see. When you talk about getting your money's worth for going to a game, that is exactly it. I don't care that it took almost three hours to play. I. I really don't because it was exciting, and it had everything. Big hits, fight, goals, saves. It was intense. It was how hockey's supposed to be played. Usually game 51 in the season is stupid. It's boring. Everyone wants a shorter regular season just to see guys go a little bit harder. Well, Calgary, Edmonton, they, they, they're starting to change that. It's starting to be the old Boston, Montreal. There hasn't been real rivalries in the NHL for so long. Don't give me this Vegas, San Jose is a rivalry. That's about as soft as it comes. That's one-on-one. Evander Kane and Ryan Reeves. If you can even call it a rivalry. It's more of just a little minor feud, if anything. Doug give props where it's due. Cam Talbot, Mike Smith. Went toe-to-toe. Uh, I think Talbot obviously gave up a lot in this fight. Like he, You kind of expect not to do anything, but... I feel Talbot just said, hey, you know what? Might have started a little bit there going after, I believe it was Gagne, who dove into the crease with the spear first off, poking out a rebound. Dangerous-ish play. I don't know, nothing crazy. But yet again, I think he deserves to get his face beat in for doing something like that. And I, I, I'd assume he'd say the exact same thing. He knew what he was doing. So yeah, maybe he crosses the line. Talbot gives him a few extra shots. The D-men give him a few shots. Then you see Mike Smith standing up there. Well, hey, Don Cherry liked it. He's now a fan of the World Hockey Report, boys. Thumbs up, retweet, couple of comments. Don's the man. Hey, he's a fan of World Hockey Report. Say what you want about him earlier this year. It's past. It's in the past. Forget about it. Move on. One foot in front of the next. Don Cherry Lakes World Hockey Report. We're going to take that right to heart. There's also, I, I mean, Adam brought it up on Twitter too. Dave Randorf, great call on that fight. Great call. Um, 
What's his name? The Oilers play-by-play guy on radio. He had a good call as well. But I, I liked Randorf's too. Like it was, it was a good transition. He went from Kachuk and Bear. We got to talk about that. How come Edmonton media is losing their mind over Kachuk fighting Bear? Everyone's like, oh yeah, he's tough when he goes after someone younger, 20 pounds lighter. He just fought Zach Cassian. Zach Cassian. Give me a break. Takes on a meathead one time. Everyone's like, okay, okay. Then he fights someone smaller who uh, clearly wanted to engage. And you're going to chirp him again? You can't win. You can't win. Edmonton media fans. That's why I said, hey, maybe they can take a little bit of a break there. Shift down a gear. Flames have still won three of the four. And I know he was a dominant. It was a beatdown. It was a beatdown in all aspects. Including Mike Smith's save percentage of 800. <laughs> Not exactly a, a pretty goaltending performance by either sides. Riddick gets the hook after his little bat flip. And uh, I'm not one to see what comes around goes around, but I said it originally. I think the bat flip was a little far. I'm not saying that these guys shouldn't show personality because I, I, I love seeing that. It's what gets the game attention. It's what gets people to realize hockey's a fun sport, not just serious all the time. So I liked it. But also, I, I think there's just a few better ways to do things. I've said the same about the Carolinas, little whatever. They were playing football after the game yesterday when they beat the Canucks. That just gives teams a little bit of extra motivation to beat them at home, doesn't it? Like, you're kind of just trying to rub salt in the wound. And I think for anyone, you almost just want to play hockey. You just want to do your thing and get out of there. That's how I see it, at least. I mean, what what Riddick did on the road, yeah, you, you show up the other team a little bit, you better bring your A-plus performance next one. And he didn't. He clearly did. I mean, the Oilers did. The Oilers were flying. Dry Seidel with four points. I mean, McDavid had a couple of goals. They were solid. Top to bottom. Never said the Oilers are a bad team. But if you're struggling with the Flames, playoffs might not be your thing. So it was good to see them get over the hump. It's still 3-1, the Battle of Alberta series. Not sure why they play each other five times in the year. Wouldn't it make sense? Six, three at home, three away? I don't know. I'm not making the schedule. I just think it's stupid. For the Flames, Mark Giordano had two points. I don't even know. Is he public enemy number one? In Edmonton, like I, that little ankle on ankle, shin on shin clip, not that bad. Everyone forgot about it. I think even the Oilers realized they were like, yeah, yeah, probably not that bad. Buddy Robinson, Matthew Kachuk had goals, so did Lindholm. I said it before Riddick was not good. Six goals on 28 shots, Talbot allowed two on 21. For the Oilers, Mike Smith allowed three on 18. And Koskinen stopped all 80 saw. It'll be interesting. I wish we didn't have to wait so long for these guys to play again, but you'd have to assume the rivalry is going to die down for that one, especially because it's going to come playoff time. No one really wants to get hurt in April or whatever. Maybe it's not April. Maybe it's March. I don't have the schedule in front, but... 
will these two teams play again? I can't imagine the fireworks are going to go off. I seen a crazy stat though. It's like the this is one of the most penalty minutes in a game since like 1990 for the Oilers. That's pretty cool. I like it. It I just I I don't see anyone who wouldn't like that Oilers Flames game. The Battle of Alberta this year has been better than any other rivalry games we've seen in the NHL. There just is nothing like it. Physicality, intensity, emotionally. It's exactly what you want. So yeah, I I still think Edmonton fans and media could probably tone it down a little bit on the the, the run in their mouths, sticking their chest up like they're six foot four walking around. You still lost three times against the Calgary Flames. One stat before commercial break. The most underrated player in the league, Sean Gatouri. This is according to Adam. Um, he showed up McKinnon a couple of nights ago there. 46 points on the year, and he's a plus 16. Not a lot of talk about him outside of Philly. The Flyers not having a good year compared to what I expected of them. But for Katuri to have 46 points and be a plus 16 on a team like Philly who, let's be frank, they've struggled. They've been disappointing. Pretty impressive there. Hey, when we come back, there was a big game yesterday. We are going to talk about that. It's World Hockey Report live coming to you on 12 Ounce Sports. Joe Buck with the call. Maybe a bit of a lackluster call. That was my thoughts at least. But hey, you got to give him a shout out. Kansas City, the Chiefs. Super Bowl live champs in Miami. 31-20 the final against San Fran. Congrats if you bet the under. Congrats if you bet the Chiefs on the spread. Easy. Easy right there. Mahomes down by 10 in the fourth quarter. Kyle Shanahan, another fourth quarter blown lead. That's a tough one. That's a tough one to swallow. If you're a 49ers fan, did I say the Giants? I don't know. Now I'm worried. I think I didn't say the 49ers, though. Whatever. Not going to listen back to it. Hey, it happens. Kansas City, though. Big win. You got to give props. I mean, Mahomes didn't bail. We said it all along. San Fran's defense, so good. So good. I heard it all week on 12-ounce sports shows. Everyone talking. San Fran's defense, great. A lot of people riding with them. Kansas City, well, they had their struggles. They did. I mean, they were out of some games. It felt like they were able to come back. But Andy Reid, never quit mentality. The Chiefs had 21 points. In that fourth quarter. Crazy. San Fran gets on the board first. And I even at halftime, when it was 10-10, you're kind of thinking, alrighty, well, Kansas City, as long as they get a good start here, they're, they're fine. What do they do? They go and lay an egg. Allow 10 points in that third quarter. 
That Raheem Mostert, good player. That's a heck of a running back. And I think he got cut by a bunch of different teams as well. Crazy. Crazy. Patrick Mahomes, though. The real story. The real MVP. Comes through clutch. One needed. And he wins him a Super Bowl at Hard Rock Stadium. Garoppolo played well. Going 6-for-8 in the championship game. And then coming into the Super Bowl... He goes 219 yards, 20 completions for him. That is pretty damn good. You got to tip your hat to him because wasn't much worse than Mahomes. And Mahomes is a guy who you expected to have a massive game. He threw for 286, 26 of 42. Williams was big. He rushed for over 100. Mahomes rushed for almost 30. Tyreek Hill. At 105, Sammy Watkins with 98. That receiving class of theirs, world class, to say the least. So, yet again, congrats to the Chiefs on a Super Bowl victory. But there was any challenge yesterday, and we got to talk about that a little bit. Carolina at home, Justin Williams, the shootout hero, as they defeat the Canucks 4-3. Columbus, they keep rolling. 9-1-1 in their last 11. 4-3 win over the Habs. Dubois had a pair of goals. Nyquist had a goal. Merzlinkis made 27 saves. Carey Price with only 23. That is hurting the Canadians. I don't know what's up with Carey Price, but they better figure it out quickly because his trade value, it's gone. It's sinking by the day. His contract is so expensive that if he's not performing at an elite level, Who's going to trade for him? Who's going to give up anything valuable for him? I said it at the start of the year. I think the Calgary Flames should take a serious look at finding a way to bring in a goaltender of that caliber. I mean, Price is a Western boy. He's from BC, played in the Western League. Yeah, he's he's been Montreal through and through, but a, a change might not be the worst thing in the world. But how he's playing this year? I don't know. It really, really makes me wonder if that's the guy that you, you want to be running with. And if you're Montreal, well, now what do you do with him? I mean, it, it seems you have almost wasted his prime. Expensive contract for a team to take on. And it's, it's not like the Habs are going to be eating it for the next three, four years. But, well, there's a will. There's a way. Flames did uh, save almost $5 bucks by dishing off for a league. That's a nice deal. And the other game, Pittsburgh versus Washington. I do like this game. There still is a little bit of bitterness. You see Crosby and Oshie yelling at each other. A couple of hits. Lars Eller with a couple of goals. Wasn't enough, though. Pens win 4-3. It's an afternoon one in Washington. Tanev, Simon Hornquist, and Lafferty get goals. Couple of who's out there. Quiet night. Gino Crosby, not in the goal column. I think that just shows how much better Washington's got because five years ago, it was all Crosby and Malkin because Washington just couldn't shut them down. Now it's a little bit different. 
and the depth is really starting to pay off for Pittsburgh. And that's really what they went out and did. I mean, a lot of people are going to hate on the Tanev contract. And yeah, maybe in three or four years, it's not going to look as pretty. But right now, man, he just motors around out there. He's all over the place. You got to like seeing that because it, it really shows a little bit of a change in Pittsburgh's system where they know they struggled last year. They know they had to make a difference. They know they had to play a different style. And they're, they're contenders once again. They really aren't. Not to say that, you know, Matt Murray's going to be their guy to win him another Stanley Cup, but it's not unlikely, is it? If he gets his glove hand and all that figured out, I think a little bit of the whole playoff um, lack of success recently might have got to his head now. But you got to give him back and you got to give him that opportunity to see. Could be interesting. But yeah, Pens win. 4-3 over the Caps. Alrighty, we got to go back to commercial. When we come back, let's talk a little college hockey. Beanpot coming up tonight. Well, I guess it's kind of this afternoon. First game gets underway at 3 o'clock if you're out west here in Alberta. We will talk about that, though. It's World Hockey Report Live. Come to you on 12-ounce sports. Back after the break. It's World Hockey Report Live with Cody James and on 12-ounce sports. Coming to you on this Monday morning, February 3rd. Jeez, January flew by, didn't it? Kind of a bad way to start 2020, though. I mean... You get the coronavirus, Kobe Bryant passing. Almost had World War Three. Yeah. Maybe maybe it's best we flew through January. On to February. Bigger, brighter things. Hey, I just seen the Gatorade toss. Or Gatorade shower, I guess. And it was orange. Interesting. I wonder who bet orange for Gatorade. Everyone was rolling with purple. It's pretty confident in that as well. Just because of how many people are saying purple. Maybe they faked everyone out. It happens. It's World Hockey Report Live. Show brought to you by SeatGiant.ca. Use promo code 120ZSports. You'll save money on your next ticket buying purchase. Doesn't matter. If you're going to concerts, an event, hockey game, whatever, go check them out. SeatGiant.ca. Use the promo code 120ZSports. And you're going to save money on your next ticket buying purchase purchase. Alrighty, I said we're going to talk bean pot and let's get right to it because you got two semi-final games going on today. First off at 3 o'clock Mountain Standard Time, 5 Eastern. It's Harvard versus Northeastern. Then it's Boston College versus Boston University at 8 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Mountain Standard Time. That's going to be the one I'm watching for sure. And yeah, it's going to be the better one. I really do believe it. Obviously, a week's time, the championship game goes at 5.30 Mountain Standard Time, 7.30 Eastern. Before we get to the preview, I wanted to go over the past few because usually it's been a Boston University dominated. Well, I guess Boston College kind of took over there early, you know, 2010 to 2014. They really dominated. But before that, it was all Boston University. But of recent, Northeastern. They're coming in as back-to-back champs. couple of MVPs. I'm sure you've heard of them. Adam Gaudet and Caden Primo. Yeah. Two absolute studs to come out of Northeastern. Um, Harvard won it before that. 2017. Nathan Crusco. 
Then before for BC, it was Sean McGuire. He won MVP. Matt Grizzlick for Boston University in 2015. Kevin Hayes, how are you? 2014 in Boston College. And before that, a couple of other names. Might have heard of. Johnny Gaudreau. Chris Kreider. Nick Bonino. Pete MacArthur. Sean Fields. Rick DiPietro. Chris Jury. Tony Amante. Hey. Some pretty big names out here. That's right. I, I really do appreciate this tournament because it's something different. It's something that only college hockey can do. It's something that the Northeast does best. It, it just really is an all-around cool event that, man, it, it makes hockey fun. It's awesome. So let's talk a little preview here. First game, Harvard versus Northeast. Eastern. We will give you some players to watch as well. Northeastern comes into this game 14-7-2 on the season. They've won the past two. Before that, they didn't win it in 30 years. So, I mean, back to back to back? It's possible. They got some good players. And up front, I'd say their biggest their biggest piece, it's got to be Tyler Madden, right? He's been their offensive wagon this year. He's a sophomore. He's had for fourth in D1 scoring. He's got 33 points, and he's second with 17 goals. Had the game winner last year for Northeastern at the Bean Pot. Don't be surprised to see him there once again. For Harvard, well, they've struggled. They reached it once in the past 10 years, but they've won it 2017. Here's a fun fact. Of the program's 11 championships, nine of them came against Boston University. Harvard's never played Northeastern in the finals. Not going to happen again this year either. They get him in the semifinals. And a guy to watch, Casey Dornbach, for sure. Sophomore forward recently, he's been on a tear. 10 points in his last 11 games, 4 assists on January 31st, and a win over Union. Leads the Crimson with 29 points this season. Keep an eye on him. Harvard versus Northeastern. I'm going to give you my prediction just solely based off of how highly I respect Northeastern and their program. And I, I think the Huskies win this one 4-2. I do think that both teams pretty good defensively. But Northeastern's got a little bit more firepower. And they've got a little bit more to prove as they've won the last two. The second semifinal is Boston College versus BU. Gets underway 6 o'clock Mountain Standard Time, 8 o'clock Eastern Time. I believe it's this is one of the first years it's broadcast nationally around the states, if, I, if I've heard right. So that's pretty cool. Anytime you get some of these younger super... I mean, they're, they're superstars in the making. Let's not kid ourselves. Some unreal hockey players coming through the bean pot. So you got BC versus BU. Terriers are 10, 8, and 6 on the year. They've got 30 Beanpot titles in total. Their longest streak was 6 straight from 95 to 2000. But they also have the longest active drought so far. Last championship was in 2015. They're coming into the game off of a win over Vermont. And a guy to watch, David Ferentz. Defenseman, he's been exciting. He's... Oh, it's hard to compare him to someone, but he's one of those typical college defensemen who you just know that they've taken their time to develop, and 
even if he plays out his senior year, I still think he's going to step in and he can step onto an NHL roster. He's got 29 points so far this season, eight power play goals. Hasn't scored in just under a month. But hey, January 8th, one month. Maybe he's saving it. Maybe he's saving it for tonight against Boston College. The Eagles are 16-7 and on the season. They've got a great team this year. They are probably one of the favorites, if not the favorite, actually, to win the Beanpot. I mean, their last one in 2016 comes to a point where, yeah, it's probably about time. I would say they've got the best goaltender in the tournament. I don't think that's too, that's not a hot take by any means. Spencer Knight's just that good. Uh, yeah, I mean, for, for a freshman, like it's, what else can you ask for? He's got poise. He's got great numbers. He's got five shutouts and 15 wins. He's started 22 games for them already. He's beat Boston University. He's beat Harvard. Harvard. Puh, good one. But hey, these are two massive ones. These are This is a totally different atmosphere at the Garden. So you can really see what they're made of. College Ice Hockey poll said who would win the Bean Pot. Boston College leads the way. They got 35% of the votes, just under 1,000 right now. Northeastern at 23%. Boston University is at 25%. A little bit shocking there. And Harvard at 17%. I don't see... I just don't see Harvard having even 17% of a chance. Just to get past Northeastern is going to be tough enough. Then you got to play Boston College or University. I just don't see that one happening. I mean, I would say Spencer Knight's probably going to take over. So I would go Eagles and Huskies in the final. And we'll, we'll talk about that one. When it gets there next Monday. But hey, that's my picks. Beanpot coming up tonight. Of course, 5 o'clock Eastern times the first one. That's Harvard Northeastern. 8 o'clock Eastern is Boston College versus BU. Check that out. We're going to take a break when we come back. Maybe we'll get to a couple of bets as well. But hey, the Champions Hockey League final is tomorrow. This is massive. Massive for European hockey. We will talk a little bit about it. Come back after the break. It's World Hockey Report Live. On 12 Ounce Sports. World Hockey Report Live coming to you on 12 Ounce Sports. It's February 3rd. Cody Jansen with you here. Going to talk a little Champions Hockey League final to wrap up the show. Might even hit you up with a couple of NHL bets. Just feeling pretty good about the weekend there. Of course, if you don't place any money, go to mybookie.ag's promo code 120ZSports. They're going to match your deposit up to $1,000 even for this one. Champions Hockey League Final. This is tomorrow, 10.30 Mountain Standard Time, 12.30 Eastern Time. It's going to be a good one. You got Forlunda facing off with Mountfield. Forlunda's won three of the five Champions Hockey League Finals, including being a runner-up back in 2015. So this one, but here's the difference. This is in the Czech Republic. Totally different ballgame there. You got Mountfield, who... They've been great. Radic Kralov, as uh, former people would know them by. A couple of big stars in this one. A couple of guys, you're going to know the names. You got Marek Mazanik. I mean, he, he spent some time in Nashville. He's been good for them so far. 
Reinick Smolenic as well. He's got a few NHL games under his belt. For Frulunda, they're a little bit of a younger team. They're, they're pretty fast this year. One guy that a lot of people are going to know is Samuel Fagamo. He was great at the World Juniors. I mean, Frulunda's got Joel Lundquist. Obviously, I mean, Hank's brother. You got Brandon Gormley on the back end. Carl Stollery. David Prince. Johan Sundstrom. Rhett Ruck Shani. And Max Freeberg all with NHL experience. So some pretty damn good players going to be out here in this game. Ryan Lash has been phenomenal. He's, he's a point-per-game guy for them in the SHL, which is pretty tough to do, to say the least. Simon Jarmelson has 26 points in 36 games for them. As we said, this one's going to be in the Czech Republic, so a little bit of a different atmosphere. The biggest thing that Mountfield has going for them, home ice advantage, and it's just one game. You just got to win one. Their defense, not even close to up to par or anything. They're going to need a massive performance by Mazenik in net, and that's really the only way. I see them getting by, and it, it's not even because I, I think that they're a bad hockey team or anything. I just know it's going to be tough. Like, Frölund is so good. There's a reason they've won it three of the past four years. This, this Champions Hockey League's only been going around for five years. They've won it three times. So, pretty crazy. Can't actually find lines on this one yet. Maybe they're waiting till tomorrow to come out. Maybe they'll wait and see what the actual lineups look like. Nonetheless, let's go to the NHL. Check out what it's going to be like tonight. Maybe give you a couple. Of, again, mybookie.ag use promo code 12OZSports. They're going to match your deposit up to $1,000. Just like that. Nothing crazy. Got lines for three of you here. The Rangers and Stars. New York is plus 120. On the money line. Florida in Toronto tonight. They're plus 130. And Detroit at home is plus 180 against Philly. Philly is playing good. They're plus 130 on the puck line as well. Puck line for Toronto at home is plus 140. Puck line for Dallas on the road in New York is plus 175. couple of tough ones, but what I think I'm going to go with I see the over six in the Philly-Detroit game at plus 100. Actually, Florida-Toronto at six and a half. Nah, Toronto played a 2-1 game against Ottawa. That's kind of a weird one. Okay, let's stick with my first bet. Philly-Detroit over six. That's plus 100 on mybookie.ag. Use promo code 12OZSports. They'll match your deposit up to $1,000. Wrapping it up back here on Friday. Same time, same place. Cody Jansen and World Hockey Report Live. Signing up for 12-ounce sports. Have a great week.